welcome to Light in the Dark Podcast. I am your host, Lady B. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to stress the words trigger warning. Topics discussed today may be triggering to some. You have been warned. Also, neither I nor the guest are licensed therapists, psychologists, counselors, etc. We are only sharing our experiences and or testimonies. If you need a licensed therapist, psychologist, counselor, etc., please, 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 please seek a licensed therapist, psychologist, counselor, etc. There is no shame in getting your mental health together. I repeat, there is no shame in getting your mental health together. Welcome to part two of my conversation with Kelvin. If you missed part one, you may want to go back and check it out. Now on that note, let's start the show. I got to thinking about the things, you know, like the, the previous topics, but I got to thinking about the things that, you know, that I know about you went through and how now you're able to pour into another young man. Like, yes, you went through some stuff and yes, you healed from it. And now you can pour it into someone else. You can help someone else heal. And that's what it, it's about. It's not about like keeping it to ourselves. It's about helping the next person heal. Now on that note, let's start the show. Oh yeah. And, 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 and one thing for me is even though I thought I was healed, I wasn't healed. He had to send him to me to continue the healing process because you know I, I hate that saying that hurt people hurt people that very way may be true but I'm also a firm believer because I'm a testament of it that other hurt people can help other hurt people Ooh. and why I say that is because you know we we always think what we've gone through or what we're going through is just the worst thing ever. And we have every right to feel that way because that's our situation. I can feel how I want to feel about it. But then we come along and hear about somebody else's story or we see what they're going through and, and, and what they're going and how they're handling their situation. We have to be mindful that even though we've gone through some storms or going through some storms, it's a lot of people that couldn't even survive what God has allowed us to survive. You're right. That's why I believe that anybody that may have been, that is listening or even contemplating or even contemplated suicide or in a dark place. It's a lot of people that didn't even make it to that level. A lot of people didn't make it to depression stage because they took their life. Some of them didn't even make it to that stage of wanting to contemplate suicide because at that stage of depression, that took them out. So if you overcome all of those things and you still here today, right now, in regards to how you look or how you feel, you are a survivor. Yes, Lord. You are a survivor. And I want you to earnestly believe that because there's a lot of people that their parents are, are wearing rest in peace shirts and, and, and still commemorating their, their day of birth and their day of death. Year after year, year, but you're still here. You're still here because there is an assignment out there waiting on you. Or you're in your assignment, but you just don't know it. Take the time to focus and actually listen to God and listen to what God is trying to tell you. Because he's showing you, but you're not listening and you're not looking. 
you have to find your place of solace, your war room, your quiet place, where just you and God, nobody else, just you and God. It's a lot of times I sit up in here. I don't care who's up in here. Y'all know we're going to have some Jesus up in here. And you can know, and nine times a 10, they don't even know if I'm going through something. When I blast my gospel music and have my little praise and worship, sometimes that's just my moment of release. I go to my place of worship where I can now feel when I'm getting to that place of, 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 of darkness, where I'm in that, in deep, where it's, it's, it's above my nose now, it's above my eyes, it's just a little bit of my head peeking out of that sea of depression. But because I found deep down in me a song of praise, a song of worship, a prayer of praise, a pray, prayer of hope, I begin to come up out of <laughs> that deep water that I thought I was going to drown in. But when God says, stand up, you pretending like you in 20 feet deep water when it's only three feet. Hello, somebody. If you're going to get on your knees and act like you're drowning, when you should have been on your knees praying and praising me, because if it brought you to your knees, it shouldn't have brought you to your knees to drown you. It should have brought you to your knees to reverence you. Hmm. Quit looking death in the eyes and ignoring the eyes of God that's looking at you. I know it's hard to pull yourself out of a dark place. I've been there. I know how hard it is. All of the lifelines that you think are going to be your lifeline, they will begin to detach and disconnect the cord that was supposed to pull you up out of that dark place. But I guarantee if you get connected to God, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Because sometimes... They need to disconnect that cord so you can get re reconnected and connected to the right source. <laughs> Y'all better start sending out some disconnection notices to some people. Oh, wait. Huh. It's time to hand some people some pink slips. Ooh. It's time for you to tell those people that their service is no longer needed. Thank you for your service, but I will no longer be needing your service. Ah! It's time for y'all to put those notices in the mail. Mm. Get, send them certified, man. Mm. So you can track it to make sure that they received it. And once they received it and signed it for it, <laughs> it now belongs to them. <laughs> Lord. Quit picking up everybody's baggage. Please. Oh, Lord Jesus. That's what God just told me to tell you. Quit picking up everybody's baggage. He sent you to the airport with a, with a backpack, with everything, all the essentials, all the tools that you needed to make it through the journey that he, he sent you on. But you trying to over here help mm. Roseanne with her four bags for a one-day trip. God didn't tell you to help her. She needs to struggle and carry that weight because God already showed her that she didn't need all of those things. 
but she wanted to bring them anyway. Quit being people crutches. Because sometimes we, we will stop the lesson that God is trying to show people because we think we're helping them by picking up and carrying their load. But when you're really hindering them mm. and hurting the process, mm. Mm, mm, mm. not saying that you shouldn't help people. What I'm saying is, you know, these people that will try to make their own policies. And, and, and try to override what somebody already said. This is what I said. This is permanent. But they want to find a loophole. Let them find that loophole by themselves. Some of these people need to carry their own weight so they can become strong. How will they build confidence? How will they build strength? How will they build trust if they don't carry that weight? Because eventually they're going to get tired of carrying it alone and they're going to need somebody. But that somebody is not necessarily you. Quit trying to do God's work. Ooh-wee. And that will take me back to the assignment. That's not your assignment. And everybody is not your assignment. And, and, and do not expect your assignment to be one day or two day assignment. Sometimes your assignments won't even start until you finish reading the manual. They, he put chapters in those books for a reason. For you can study and prepare for the lessons and the assignments that you will have to take. Your inner course exam. <laughs> will you pass it or will you fail it? Mm. And if you fail it, you're going to be retaking. You will. And that's okay. Because I'm hoping if you do fail the first time that you took notes along the way that you remembered, okay, this is what it said. So this is what I know now that you remember some things along the way. So when you come across that question again, that you, that caused you to fail that test, that you will pass it and answer it right. Learn from your mistakes. But it's some of you that's going to take that test over and over again until you decide that you want to stop and listen and pay attention to the notes and the remarks that the instructor left on your paper just like in the bible god gave you all of that right there but you pick and choose what you want to use and what you want to read for your understanding mm-hmm. that's why you still fell in that test let's hmm. wonder why our situations ain't changed in five years that's why at all. And you're going to stay there until you start listening. Well, I love him. He said he loved me. But he ain't coming home to you every night. That's a word right there. If, if, if somebody really loves and cares for you and you honestly tell them, I have to do this for myself. I, 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 we, we can't be together right now. I love you. We can't be together right now. I need some time and space for myself because I got to get myself right. If they don't understand that and support you, that should be your first and final sign and only sign that you need that that person is not good for your next journey. So you can either stay there and allow them to miss out on whatever it is that you want and that you know you need. You can either get it denied or it can be delayed. 
I know I don't know about nobody else, but I'm tired of being denied and I'm tired of being everything being delayed. Because everything that's postmarked and have my name on it and addressed to me, I want it. Same over here. That's why they give us different account numbers. We may bank at the same bank, but none of our numbers are the same. So, so again, focus on your own assignment. Count your own coins. <laughs> That's the phrase for the day. Focus on your assignments. Focus on your assignment. No matter be, what it is. That's probably going to be the title of this message. Focus on your assignments. Ooh, Lady B, we just don't did a thing up here. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, baby, after all of that, I don't forget what else I was going to get into. <laughs> you done gave several words today, several. And y'all make sure that y'all bless Lady B. And I hope she put her cash out or whatever she uses. I, I want you to bless her, you know, because it, it takes time. It takes money. It takes effort to keep things like this going, you know. If she's blessed you, bless her back, you know. And I, I want you to do that because I, I believe that we have helped somebody today and that you have a platform that it, it, it may start, it, I don't care how nobody look at it, God is going to bless the light in the dark because it's too much darkness right now and they need, we need some light. And what you are doing is going to help and bless somebody. And it's going to go to a different level than you will ever imagine. I guarantee you that. Because I, I don't jump on just anything for anybody. Without even me knowing you. And because my good friend that I know just said, hey, this, I, this come on. Hook it up. I, don't, I don't normally do that. I'm going to try to vet you. I'm going to research you. I'm going to interview you to see if we're a good fit. But God said, no. Y'all already connected. You just haven't met yet. Jesus. And, and one thing about it is, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fake individual. I asked her before we started this today, how, how the flow is going to go. Because I didn't want to mess up anything. Because this is not my platform. This is hers. I wanted to be obedient and, and follow her guidelines and her rules. But I felt like her and God was connecting. Just say, just have your way. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a have, I'm a follow your guidelines and all those things. But sometimes I will have to break protocol because when things come to me and God speaks to me during certain moments, I have to share. And I, I just, I'm thankful that Lady B, without even really knowing me, you know, allowed me to to be on her platform because she's really illuminating light in my dark. Even though my darkness is a temporary darkness that I go through every year, I already know that I'm going to go through it. But he always tends to, to, to know how to send a light, a light in my darkest moments. I, I, everybody, y'all may not know, but, you know, most of us, I'm, I'm an Army veteran. I, I went, you know, to um, Iraq for Operation Iraqi Freedom, Enduring Freedom during the war uh, for eight and a half months. I seen some things, I lost friends. I almost lost my life over there um, and things like that. So I know that 
every September 11th, the week of, I always start getting into a, a, a deep, dark place, depression, because now I'm seeing it. They start playing it, all these documentaries about 9-11. No matter what channel I try to turn it on, it's, it's a documentary. Now memories are coming back. I spent yesterday literally in tears all day because I had to relive those thoughts and those moments that I suppressed for so many years and put it on paper that hurt, but it also helped because I spent so many years suppressing it and God put me in a moment where he allowed me to release it. Ah! Some of y'all need to get in the pressure cooker. <laughs> because when God get through rearranging and moving some things around in your life and he open that lid, baby, you're going to feel good. And some of y'all need to feel good. Some of you need to smile again. Some of you need to love again. And some of you need to be able to receive it. So when you give it, you know what it feels like. You, you will not be blinded by false love anymore. <laughs> false hope anymore. Because he removed the blinders from your eyes and your ears and even your mouth sometimes. <laughs> so some of the things that people used to be able to sweet talk to you about, it ain't even gonna work no more. Because you're gonna now need proof. Tell <laughs> somebody. <laughs> to see if God has qualified you to be in my life. <laughs> God better quit accepting every application that applied to, for that part of your life. <laughs> Tell them again. Mm. Lord. Some, some, of them, some of them applications need Keep to be denied. Trash. Shred it. Yes. Delete it. And remember no more. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's so funny y'all because I work in edu the education field and a part of my job is to recruit um, high school students to be a part of our college preparatory program in order to be in our program since we are a federally funded program you have to be either first generational college student or low income um, family or both one or the other we had someone that qualified, was accepted, but didn't participate. Once you join, we put you on a 60-day probationary period. You have to do everything just like on your job. You put on probation. We need to see how you perform within these 60 days. But within these 60 days, you have an opportunity to walk away. If you realize that you can't do this, this is too much for you, you can walk away. Or when you get to that six days and we see that you haven't been performing, we will let you know that you're out. And that's what happened to this particular person. And then a year later, hmm, they wanted to put in another application. Hmm. We went back, we didn't have to go back and review. Hmm the records because it was all recorded in our mind. Uh -oh. We didn't just immediately deny. We went and verified to see if the same pattern you had back then 
Wow. Where you still doing those same things now. Nothing was unchanged. Mm. So you got a hard denial. And that's where I, a lot of you are getting denied opportunities. Because you think it because you took a break. You think people won't remember all the hell that you put them through Ooh. the previous year. And you want to pop back up in the situation as if everything is all right. Did nothing change. You just left. If you're not going to take a break to fix yourself, to work on those things that cause whatever to happen, to never to happen again, or even if it does, that you'll find a better way to deal with it, then you will continue to get a denial. Even though you qualified and you met the criteria, but because you're still displaying the same patterns over and over and over and over again, nobody's going to put it with that list. Would you? How are you? Would you accept your application? And if you're sitting there thinking about it, then you already know that you're going to and deny your own application. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Don't even submit it here. Bye, bye, bye. Go to a place where you are unknown <laughs> <laughs> and start over and learn from the previous lesson. Because again, I'm telling you, y'all, it's time to put out these notices to people. Don't be afraid to deny people access to various parts of your life. Everybody don't need to have access to your heart. That's true. And they sure don't need access to your mind. Definitely true. Because once they have these two, it's complete chaos after that. They now have control over your life. And each one of us have personal power. But so many of us just hand it over to complete strangers and give it away to them. We need to learn how to hold on to our own person, personal power. Until we be able to find our own self-identity that we will no longer have to seek the approval of other people. Find your own personal power. Find what's good about you. So when people start making judgment about you without even giving you a chance, when you know you did the work, you know what you have done, you know that you're not the same person you were, you, you know what you've done, but they still deny you an opportunity and deny you a chance. That's not your issue. That's theirs. Everybody don't want to see you heal. That's, that's unfortunately, that's true. <laughs> they don't. Everybody don't want to see you happy. Uh-huh. Everybody don't want to see you smile in no good place. They loved it when you were down because when you were down, that's when they felt like you needed them. Y'all better catch it. Because now that you up and you mighty and you got the strength and the willpower, your mind is strong, your heart has been fixed. You don't need that. You ain't listen to that ear no more. Now this person going to try everything in their might to turn you back down because that's when you needed them. And now you don't need them no more. You independent, but you dependent. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's the only dependent that you really need to get connected with. Mm. 
We're giving people your personal power. They're giving people control of your heart and your mind. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be the, the only one sitting there suffering sure. while they're moving on with their life. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're boiling and, and living in misery, and they're living off of it. If, if those people are not coming to pluck the weeds out of your life, they're not doing anything but fertilizing it and causing more hell to grow up in your life and uproot in your life because they want you stuck and permanent in that mess when God has been trying to dig you up out of that mess. Quit planting everything in every pot that's available. Everything don't grow in the same pot. It's certain pots you have to put certain plants in because the roots have to have room to move out and about to grow and, 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 and harvest those things that it was planted in the ground to do. Quit letting people plant you in places that God didn't tell you to seek habitat in. <laughs> Y'all letting people give you a permanent residence somewhere when that's not even your final address. Quit letting people postmark your life and put an expiration date on the things that God has for you. Y'all better start sending out those notices. Stop accepting everything that people speak into your life. Yes. Some of that stuff needs to be rejected. Mm. I've learned to not accept everything that people say. Nope, I rebuke that. Uh -uh. That's not what the Lord said to me. No. At all. Mm -hmm. At all. And even the ones that's in the church too. In church folks. Yeah. They're, they're just that, church folks. They go to church every Sunday. They dress up, look nice. They get up and clap their hands and praise the Lord, but they leave out that door and be saying the person they were before they walked through there. Yeah. They're just a dressed up devil, a dressed up mess that's pretending to be what you're striving to be. You're working on it and you're showing your mess, but they're dressing up their mess. Hmm. You exposing your hurt and your demons but they're hiding theirs. That's why your reward that God has for you is going to be so much greater. That's why you're going to realize that you're older than them and they're younger than you, but they're going to die before you. <laughs> because you was mentally and spiritually prepared. You're fixing all of those things on the inside, but you're still looking tore up on the outside. And God telling you, you're going to remain toe up on the outside until I finish fixing all this stuff on the inside of you. Ah! That's because when you come out of it, you will not look like what you be. Yes, Lord. Yes, thank God I don't look like what I've been through. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Lord. As you were talking, I kept thinking about the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Oh, my goodness. I I just kept thinking about them. Oh my goodness. Lord. Okay. I mean it's oh Jesus. Ooh. Well, Lady B, I, I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna be obedient unless you got something else before. Um uh uh-uh, uh we, we we can go ahead and, and, and close I'm, out, you know, the church service. Oh I want to I want to leave y'all with this because this is what I told Lady B at the beginning. This is what my eyes have been going to because of um, 
what I went through yesterday, I was talking about, you know, earlier about, you know, I was shedding my tears because of the memories and things of 9-11, then I felt good afterwards. And it's something I pinned and, and kind of wrote down the other day, and I want to share with you guys because it, it means something to me, and it means something to me in this very moment about your season of tears. We all will experience season of tears throughout our lives. You will experience a season of tears before your storm and after your storm if you don't give up as you go through your storm. God will take you through your storm before your storm. God took you through your before the storm season of tears to prepare you before you enter into your storm. You appreciated your tears before the storm because God didn't want you crying through the storm. So you can build up tears for after you make it through your storm, your tears of survivalship. <laughs> Some of you need to give God his after the storm season of tears. Hmm. You have denied God his due praise. God is already here in the midst of all of us and he here to collect your after-the-storm tears in praise that's due to him. What are we waiting on? I believe that them tears that I shed yesterday was after my storm tears. Mm. Good luck. Because what I was crying for, I was crying because I lost not only one friend, but six friends while I was over there in Iraq. <clears throat> the first one was on Memorial Day of 2003. Good friend, medic. They got bombarded, shot him up, and he died. And then my next one was me and my best friend, we was on our way from Iraq to Kuwait to the airport, riding in a little old van. We see this, look up and see this helicopter going the same direction we was going. And I stood up and I made a comment. I said, I wish I was on that helicopter. We would have been to the airport, being impatient. By the time we made it to that airport, and before we even checked in, they came and told us that same helicopter that was going the same direction it was going, got shot down. And seven people that we knew that was going to the same place that we was going, all lost their life. That was after my storm tears. That's why I shed these tears because I'm thankful that God didn't allow me the opportunity to get on that plane. And I had another mode of transportation. Sometimes we try to get to places in the quickness where God just needs us to slow down. Take your time. Enjoy the scenery. Enjoy the ride. Because see, when you're on that helicopter, you're moving so fast, you can't Enjoy the, your surroundings. You can't enjoy the scenery. Sometimes he has to put you in a place where you can just relax. Enjoy the ride. People, buckle your seatbelt. Enjoy the ride. You're going to get to your destination. But he wants to make sure you get there safe and in your right mind. Oh yeah. Because in your journey, while you're riding, you're going to make stops along the way. You may pull over to a rest stop. That may be the place you need to leave depression at. 
You're going to go down the road a little bit more and you're going to get a little tired. You need to take a little restroom break. You need to stretch a little bit. That's the place you drop off your suicide thoughts. And then they're going to make another announcement that we're going to make another pit stop. It's going to only be five minutes. So you only have enough time to go and use the restroom, grab a little snack and be back on the bus because we're going to get to our destination. We're not making any more stops. That's where you're going to leave low self-esteem. Mm. It's low. And the driver going to make an announcement, say, y'all, we two minutes out. Go ahead and, you know, put up your seats and get ready to, to pull into the terminal. We're rolling in home. And then when you pull in, you see this sign say, Jesus. You made it to your destination. Welcome to Jesus. There's somebody out there that don't even know him for yourself. And you're going through some things right now. You've been through some things. You're going through a storm. You're thinking about committing suicide. You're thinking about, you, you're in a depressed state. You have low self-esteem, whatever it is. You just keep riding and enjoy the journey. Because along the way, you're going to make some stops. And God has all those other baggages that you brought along with you. He wants you just to leave them at that stop. Just leave them there. Don't even be concerned about what's in it because you know how we do. Well, my Gucci's in there. But if you make it to your destination, he got something better for you. <laughs> he got something better for you. We can't keep taking, because when you keep taking all those old things, baggages with you, what are you really releasing yourself from? Because when you make it, if you take those bags with you that you should have dropped off, and when you get to your final destination, when you open that bag, you're going to reopen hurt. You're going to reopen pain. And you never left that place of depression. You're going to fall deeper in it. Because that article inside of it, it's going to bring back memories. That's why he told you to drop that bag off at station two. Because he know how you will be if you carry that baggage on to the Jesus destination. He got all the garments that you need there. He got all the necessities there. But will you trust him enough to go bagless? Hmm. That's the key word right there, trust. Trust him. Trust him. And, I, and I'm, I'm done for you, Lady B. I'm, when, when God says he's done, I'm done. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Oh. It's, Woo, gee. This, this, this has, I'm, I'm over here stuttering. Um, wow. This, this has been, I'm, I'm speechless too. Um, I'm soaking it all in right now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm speechless, but yes, okay. Yes. Um, any final parting words or, or is that it? Jesus Christ. Wow. Mm. I mean, again, I just thank you for the opportunity for me to come on to your platform to share, you know, what God has given me. You know, I don't want you listeners out there to think that I'm just Mr. Holy Roller and all that stuff like that. I just know what God has done in my life. Yes, Lord. And when he tells me to share the good news to other people, to show people and tell people what he has done in my life, because what you're listening to is a miracle. I believe in miracles and I'm one of them. I am a living testimony. 
I should have been dead and gone, but God, because God knew that it was a person that was going to be here on this day, listening to the light in the dark, because that is a reminder of where I came from, the dark. So now it's time for me to be the light. Yes. Mm. And I'm so thankful and blessed that God has connected us together. Because I'm telling you, we're connected to the right source. Yes, Lord. We have the right light. And then when everybody see that power, they're going to start connecting to our source. Mm. Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Mm. Thank you, Mr. Kelvin, for being here. We're going to have to do this again. Like, seriously. Uh, I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing You're this. Welcome. Thank you for You're being welcome. so open. Oh, my goodness. I know that this has helped somebody. I know that this has blessed somebody. Oh, my God. I know it has helped me and blessed me. Um, I'm going to end this by saying I am your host, Lady B, and the guest for today was Kelvin. Oh, yeah. So very thankful. Thank you, ladies and gents, but we're out. Mm-hmm.